This episode deals with the inappropriateness of racial invectives and contains coarse racial slurs. Viewer discretion is advised. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, they're gonna see some serious shit. I have a plan. You got a plan. I have part of a plan. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is pain 101. The instructor's Casey Jones. Movie, comic book. Movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Warp it, son! Pro wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! All the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board those comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to... Talk nerdy to me. Our grills are put away. Our fireworks have been shot because apparently in the state of Kentucky, 4th of July lasts from about June 25th to July 11th. So uh, the ho- the holiday is over, and we're back with an all-new episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm really excited. We got some good stuff coming this week. I know I say that every week, but that's just because we're that damn good every week. Get used to it. I hope everybody's ready. To my left, he is the most creatively named man in all of podcasting, and he is coming to you live at the breakneck speed of 4.1 megabytes per second. He is. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, man. No comments about the haircut. No. No. Can't say anything about the hair. See? I I was trying to go topical and relevant. Fair, fair. But I appreciate it. I will it. also say that with sporting his uh, slightly new haircut that I think uh, looks very good and makes you look a, a little less like the guy from Workaholics, he is co-host. I wouldn't say it make, I wouldn't say it makes me look respectable, but no. I look less like a drug dealer. Yeah, it's I mean, great hair for radio. <laughs> it's, you look <laughs> you look less like a drug dealer and more like a drug user, if that makes sense. I mean. <laughs> I think I pretty much always looked like a drug user. <laughs> I mean, on on the... Uh, I, oh, man, I almost said on the spectrum. But I'm not going to say that. Wow! Uh, I know, right? No, uh, on on the scale of um, one to drug dealer, I think you're more like drug user right now. But uh, that's okay. To my right. He is my right-hand man on the podcast. He is... The chief Brody of this podcast, I think. Uh, he is, is now, and always will be, the best beard on this show. He is Obi John Kenobi. Hello there. He doesn't mean literal beard. He just means his his disguised beard. Beard. Yeah, like uh, mm-hmm. like when when uh, a gay guy has a fake wife. Yeah, exactly. And it's a beard. Uh, yeah. And... Our significant others are. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. You know when we keep singing Guy Love? Uh, mm-hmm. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think we all. Already... There's two different kinds of the tallest RA. <clears throat> oh, jeez. I think we already <laughs> lost Koron, and you know what? The wheels are already coming off the Okay, the car we're better off for it. Yeah, it's all right. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been doing this special thing. Uh, Obi-John, I will let you introduce it. Uh, we've been uh, doing this special so... thing over the summer. Uh, why don't you tell us the special game that we've been playing? Not so, that game, so... but the other game with the music. The, oh, on the show. Okay, yeah, sorry. yeah, on the, the show. The not special the... game we play in public. Right, <laughs> not okay. Not the special uh... game, not like the Nightcrawlers <laughs> game on It's Always Sunny. <laughs> We uh, were a man down. We're uh, we're missing a, a beloved member of our show, mm-hmm. uh, and to tell you more about that, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit it, Rockapella. Smooth tones of Rockapella. I love every part of this. <laughs> Can we ever figure out where the fuck this place is at? We still did not. No, we still don't know where he's been. I have no idea. And joining us, taking that uh, fourth leg of the turned over bar stool that is our studio, the worldwide broadcast compound of Talk Nerdy to Me. A worldwide broadcast compound? Yeah. I was going to say, sure. say worldwide headquarters, but I feel like a sister broadcasting compound. I feel like if we had a like a main studio, it would be like surrounded by barbed wire and trash barrels no, on went fire. All concrete. We'd yeah. all be shirtless carrying around machine guns. Yeah, okay. I'm on board. We'd all have mohawks and be looking like uh, demolition. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, but... As Rockapella alluded to, as Obi-John introduced, we've been having guest hosts step in. And... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, the fourth leg of the overturned bar stool this week, reclaiming his spot, Julian is back. Yay! That's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> Where's my shotgun? Oh, shit. He's back. I turned swear it I my turned it into guy. a bong while you were gone. Yeah, I believe it's you. going up your ass. How about that? Uh, Again? Way ahead of you. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Just lube that thing, and it was gun oil, not like proper lube, you yeah, fucking dick. Now it's, oh, it, it, has, it, it wasn't proper lube. lube, it was... Oh, never mind. <laughs> it was liberal tears lube, how about it was, that? It was... Uh, never mind. Can In case look... anyone ever questioned his ability to derail a show, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Julian's back. Yeah, it's like a, I'm like and a hurricane. Two seconds in, we're talking about shotguns up the ass. Yep. <laughs> I just come at you like a hurricane, man. I don't, I don't know. I've got yes, all this pent up energy. Yeah. According so. to the ladies, you'll also come in them like a hurricane. Oh God! All right, <laughs> so <laughs> Julian's back. We're finally the family is whole again. Not that kind of hole. Um, and yeah. we're ditching that stupid Herbie robot. The real Fantastic Four is back. Yeah. There's a nerd reference for you. I love it. I love it. Suck it, uh, Franklin Richards. You're out. You're out. Julian's back. So uh, I want to thank all of our guest hosts who uh, filled in. Um, yeah, you know, Paul Frankie, the Doc, uh, Travis. Um, who am I missing? Commander Scott. Commander Scott. Um, um, 
Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, both of them. Um, Yoshi. So, yeah, we uh, thank everybody who uh, um, came in and sat with us and nerd chatted with us and, um, you know, sat through the, the entire two plus hours that the show ends up being. But with that in mind. Yeah, I appreciate everybody keeping my seat warm for me and uh, restocking the fridge. That was very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Only the best at the worldwide broadcast. I mean, it was now. Vienna sausages and like and Coke Zero, but that's okay. Yeah, it could it could have been worse. It could have been Diet Vanilla Coke Zero. So, or Tab. Ugh. Ugh. Tab. Gross. So uh, we're gonna uh, we're, we're I'm gonna skip past a lot of the housekeeping because I'm really really excited for um, the first thing on the show. I'm. I'm extremely excited. I'm going to pull up the musical cue because this is how excited I am. And uh, over the last, it's been how many months uh, we've been having, we've been getting some correspondence. Oh, Jesus Christ. But it's not just regular correspondence. It's jail mail. We have legit, for anybody who has not been paying attention... We have legitimate correspondence that has been sent to the show, iHeartStamos at gmail.com. From. Hold on, hold on, hold on, yep. hold on. Uh-huh. Be- before you get into it, before right. you get into it. Yep. Hello, Apple. Oh, no. It's been a bit. I miss you. <laughs> Write to us. You, you're going to change your tune when you hear. Um, I know this wasn't written I- by Apple. But, um, yeah, I said I miss Apple. <laughs> yeah, Apple wants me and Julian to make hell great again, so I'm on board with Apple. Uh, the the way rock on these, Apple. The way that these uh, inmates talk about you, you might want to change your tune here in a minute. But our friend Matt, who is incarcerated in nearby Indiana, has been writing. He was he was the one that started all of this jail mail. He's been writing a story about his favorite host, Koran. And he had promised uh, when we read part three not too long ago that he was going to finish it up with part four and then um, start on a new story. Well, gentlemen, I have part four in my hand right I'm now. I'm so bittersweet. Like, I'm, I'm glad to see the conclusion, but I, I don't want it to end. I know. You're sad to see it. You ha- you're sad to see it go, but happy to watch it leave, right? Yeah. Like, we'll a, like a lady with a nice mm-hmm. tushy. I hate you guys. <laughs> so, I've enjoyed this a whole lot. I look forward to whatever's next, is in the whatever story is next. Uh, I, I just look forward to it not being about me. <laughs> oh, well, shut up. You love the attention. Well, don't don't say not about you yet, because uh, we don't know what the next story is going to be. But I'm going to read you in the the email. It starts. <laughs> we don't know what the next story is going to be, but yeah, yeah, I thought you were alluding no. to no. you had an idea of what the next story was going to be about. Well, we had we uh, he gave us the uh, the two options. Uh, with I think part That's right. two, where it was uh, the asexual high school adventures of Obi John, or ding, ding, ding. Uh, uh, Captain Chris Julian's secret love child. Uh, no, 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 no. Mm, yeah, a- yeah, asexual adventures of John. <laughs> so uh, those were the two that presented. We might get one of those. We might get something else. I don't know. But this email comes from our friend Matt. 
And uh, it starts out with the top it says this electronic correspondence was sent to you from an inmate at the correctional facility, Indianapolis, Indiana, um, blah, blah, blah. And it reads, hey, guys, enclosed is the conclusion of Koran's story. The final part was originally two parts, but I combined them both into one so I could wrap it up and start on the next one. I love you guys. You help make the time inside go by so much faster. <laughs> I have put Koran on my approved visitors list. So if you decide to come visit me, they won't give you a hassle. You know, just uh, apparently, apparently. Hello? Hello? I'll start over. I'll start over. Uh, enclosed is the conclusion of Koran's story. The final part was originally two parts, but I combined them both into one so I could wrap it up and start on the next one. I love you guys. You make you help make the time inside go by so much faster. I have put Koran on my approved visitors list. So if you no, decide no. to come visit me, uh, no. So if Road you trip. If you decide to come visit me, they won't give you a hassle. Well, he didn't say that he put everybody else on the approved visitors list. Apparently, oh, it's we're not just going. Cool. We're just going to drop him off and then run away. Yeah, uh, that's no, so, no, 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 no. Uh, so yeah, you are on his approved visitors list now. Because I guess uh, depending on the crime and depending on what level you are, um. You have to be put on. You have to have a visitors list, like an approved list. So apparently, you made the list. I just want a picture of of the, just one name, Koran, on the visitors <laughs> list. Underneath that, Captain Chris and Obi John Kenobi. I just want those names on the official prison <laughs> letterhead. Well, uh, on the list it says uh, Obi John Kenobi, but the ID don't match that. You know, we've made it now. <laughs> your ID don't match your name on the list. I can't let you in. Koran, you're good. Everybody else, I can't let you in. <laughs> <laughs> rules is rules. All right, it follows. Koran story, <laughs> the final chapter. I don't know. I think I think I think Julian could make it. Yeah, I think he would. God damn it. Which means there'll be another one, right? Because it's yeah. sorry. Yeah, well, he'll have to add. Now that Julian's back, he can add Julian to the list. There you go. Boom. Julian can be like the chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, Koran's story, the final chapter. Let's see. Koran's story, the final chapter. Koran had been held captive for a month. For him, time seemed to go on with no beginning and no end. Every day with Gladys just rolled into the next. It was early morning, it was early one morning, when Koran rolled over in his sleep and, that he made a startling realization. Thanks to his small diet, Gladys giving him a sexual workout every day, and the diseases that came with his open sores, Koran had lost a lot of weight. He was now skinny enough to squeeze through the bars of the cell. He used what little energy he had left and managed to snake himself out. Thank God, Koran thought. Koran broke the door free and ran for freedom. The last thing he remembered was seeing the emergency room door before passing out. It continues. 
the story continues. Koron was happy to be released from the hospital, finally. Starvation and dehydration almost killed him. Koron had spent just over a month in the cell with Gladys before losing so much weight he was able to squeeze through the bars and escape. Gladys's psycho father had kidnapped Koron and locked him in with Gladys in order that she have a mate. In order that she have a mate. During Koron's month of incarceration, Gladys had pounced on him daily, pushing her 400-pound body against Koron. The sweat and grime of her naked body was almost as revolting as the blackish tongue which would probe Koron's mouth. Uh, usually Koron would black out and awaken hours later. I'm gonna I'm gonna censor part of this coming up. Uh, the <laughs> stickiness around his D and Bs uh, would tell him what had happened. Koron was in turmoil. His experience left him with an STD that the doctors could not identify. The yellowish-greenish <laughs> blisters on his D w- would be would open and close daily and ooze bright yellow pus. Not only did it burn like hell when Koran went number one, it was 20 times worse when he got wood. <laughs> when that happened, when that happened to Koran's horror, his thoughts would be of Gladys. Ugh. Knowing that going on would be pointless, Koran found the box of Oxycontin that he'd been hoarding. <laughs> Swallowing over 30 of them, Koran laid down and waited for the gentle caress of death to take him away from his painful existence. The end. Dot, dot, dot. Or is it? It's not. In chapter 3... We learned that Gladys was pregnant with Koran's baby. Here's what happened to her. Gladys woke up and found Koran gone. She started to scream and wail. Her father came running. What's wrong, sweetheart? The father noticed Koran's absence. Damn those resourceful city folk, he thought. Well, I'll just find me another one for her. However, that solution didn't work. In the following month, he brought Gladys three different men he'd kidnapped. In each case, as soon as he'd forced the man into the cell, Gladys would tear them apart and then start crying. It seemed as if she could only be happy with Koran. Her father had looked for Koran only to discover the coward had killed himself. Six weeks after Koran's escape, Gladys' father noticed she was getting more fatter, and that's how it's written, more fatter, um, more fatter than usual. Wiping some of her urine off the floor, he applied it to a pregnancy test and confirmed Gladys was pregnant. For the next eight months, he watched his daughter grow faster and fatter due to the pregnancy. Finally, when his daughter showed signs she was ready to deliver, the father called for her brother Zeke, who was a veterinarian. Zeke arrived, and the two helped Gladys during her 94 hours of labor. As the baby finally came out, Gladys died from blood loss. May she rest in peace. The two men looked down at the child. Years of drug abuse by Koran combined with Gladys's own genetic abnormalities had produced a very special-looking baby with a single horn on its head and a tail. The two men didn't hesitate. They put the thing in a sack, put several bricks in it, and dumped it in the middle of the bay. 
having rid the world of this unholy child, they looked at each other and said in unison, we will never speak of this again. The end. And I think with the end of Koran's story, that's a good invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good invitation for everybody uh, for the uh, now that that story's finished. Uh, we, I think we can introduce the Talk Nerdy to Me fan fiction contest. There you go. So what we're going to do is uh, through the end of August, we will accept entries into the Talk Nerdy to Me fan fiction contest. So you email iheartstamos at gmail.com with your fan fiction. And the only, I think the only thing that has to be, that we have to say, uh, the only thing that has to be like a part of it, the only requirement is that it has to involve at least one cast member, has to involve at least one host. Um, But other than that, you can write about whatever you want, whatever, whomever you want. Um, You know, it doesn't matter. But um, we'll run that through the end of August. So uh, feel free to start those. You can continue Koran's story. Uh, you can pick a different story. You can write your own. Do no, no, no. He cannot write any more Koran stories. I mean, well, it, it ends kind of open-ended where they just leave the baby in the bay and well, they'll never speak of it again. But you could. I'm dead. You are dead. You're so dead. Or yeah. are you? Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm fucking. As far as he's considered, <laughs> I'm making I'm up. I'm making dead. up a new uh, email and submitting one to <laughs> the show as a fan. <laughs> I already have ideas for the story. Yes. Please, as long as it starts out with Koran's butthole was very sore, then I will read <laughs> it on air. <laughs> so email your uh, fan fiction to uh, iheartstamos at gmail dot com. Also, uh, this week is uh, the first round or first week of our fantasy movie league. Uh, We are running a talk nerdy to me fantasy movie league. It is completely free. You can follow the link on our Facebook page, sign up at fantasymovieleague.com. The more hosts that you beat uh, when it's over, it runs for six weeks. The more hosts that you finish ahead of, the better the prizes are going to be that you win. So sign up now. Uh, You have until... Friday. Yeah, till Friday to make your picks. So uh, we've been making some Facebook posts about it. So uh, make your Fantasy Movie League picks. It's free. Completely free. I think it's like Friday at noon and it finalizes your choices. Yep. So, yeah, we, we have a little bit. Um, but other than that, <laughs> now you guys got still got the stink. Have you, have you uh, shaken the stink of Koran's story off you yet? <laughs> I, do, I do feel dirtier. You should. He talks to me for so long. He can't. Sh- he can't no. wash the stank off it's of. It's just a permanent yeah. 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 It's a thing now. Like that is a legit <laughs> thing. Um, Koran story, to- as told in four parts. Uh, we are now also uh, because we read it out on the podcast. We now have the uh, distribution rights to that. So we're now talking. Uh, if anyone wants to adapt that into a stage play, like an off Broadway no, play or a no, movie. We're not. Uh, uh, 13 episode Netflix series. Yeah. We're open to suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Call or uh, just send an email to iheartstamos at gmail.com and we will entertain all offers. Speaking of offers that you can't refuse, yeah. Julian, why don't you hit mm. us off with our first official topic today? Hang on, just one. I got distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
we started talking about shit that I had no idea was going on because I haven't been here, so I got distracted. It happens. All right, come back to me. It's fine. It's easy to do okay. on this show. Uh, I guess we'll skip to the next topic. Then. Yeah, we can, we can just skip to the next one. Oh, wait, is this my topic, sir? Was that was yeah. Yes! Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm a fucking... See, I'm out of practice. This is like riding a bicycle, and I was terrible at that, too. I didn't learn to ride... I didn't learn to swim until I was 12. Ride a bicycle until I was, like, 15. And you so... didn't stop wetting the bed until you were 27. I mean, that was, and like, a week ago, 26 dude. only 26 right now. Uh, <laughs> but, no, so... discovered there's this company that I am very fond of for various reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So whenever I need new sheets, like rubber sheets or rubber pants, I normally get on Amazon. <laughs> and every year, <laughs> I find out that they have a sale in July called Prime Day. So uh, my thought was, is it's like uh, Christmas 2 in the middle of the year. So I was just wondering what was on everyone's Prime Day wish list. You want to start us off? Sure. Uh, me, I, I don't know why I keep buying video games. Like, I just bought the Super NES Classic. I bought the NES Classic. I'm going to get the N64 Classic when it comes out. I've got, like, 10 games on uh, PS4 that I haven't played yet. I got GTA Five, which is still in the plastic. Um, but I really want a Nintendo Switch just for Mario Kart. Uh, I was playing somebody the other day, and I was just beating the shit out of him on uh, regular, like, Super Mario Kart. And I think I've still got the Clark County... Uh, Mario Kart 64 championship trophy somewhere hidden away, um, probably with like some old of Koran's underwear somewhere. So then <laughs> I really want the Switch <laughs> just for uh, Mario Kart. I don't know why, but I, I skipped the last one that was on. What was the last? Not the Wii or the was it the Wii U? The Wii U. I mean the the Switch versions. Ju- it, it's just a port and like it's basically a refined version of the Wii U. Which is perfect, because I didn't have a Wii U, but I'm, yeah. want, I'm really wanting a Switch to go on sale so I can buy that. Other than that, I mean, I may get some garbage bags, because it's really like a garage <laughs> sale. It's like whatever's left over in the warehouses, they just put on sale for like $5 a piece, and they'll they'll make $400 billion in like, what is it, like 52 hours worth of sales? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I love Prime Day. Mm. It's Christmas in July. Yes. Uh, I'll uh, I'll give you my list. My list is yeah. Go ahead. If if you're uh, and I want somebody to uh, to hold me to this because I think this is going to be the exact same list that I'm going to give with the um, when we do what's on your Christmas list because uh, <laughs> I want uh, you know PlayStation VR accessories like the aim controller uh, and the move controllers. Uh, I want all the PlayStation VR stuff because I'm super into PlayStation VR right now. Um, you know, I've got all my my VR stuff unpacked and set up, and I've been uh, I've been playing a, a way too much PlayStation Resident Evil 7 in VR. Is like wet your pants, scary. Um, <laughs> so yeah, anything PlayStation VR related, I want it. So uh, that and any. Um, any horror movies that are either um, like Arrow video or uh, any of those like uh, Scream Factory, those collector's edition stuff, like all that stuff, I want on sale. Uh, if, if Beyond Re- Reanimator somehow, even though it's going to just come out, like it's it's coming out, I think it comes oh, out yeah. uh, this week or next week. Uh, if that somehow ends up on sale, I want that mostly for the music video in high definition 
the Move Your Dead Bones music video, which is quite possibly <laughs> the greatest movie tie-in music video I've ever seen. But that stuff, like PlayStation stuff, video game stuff, um, kind of like you said, Julian, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Awesome. Um, mine's fairly similar. Uh, really, I'm hoping they put PlayStation points cards and PlayStation Plus on sale. Um, outside of that, I'm kind of in the same boat as Flanagan. Any new-ish horror movies I haven't picked up yet. Any new-ish, like, you know, any of that special Vestron, Arrow, Scream Factory, that kind of bullshit. I think I speak for Flanagan when I say we're both, like, whores for that kind of stuff. Like, yep. oh, it's a special edition of Motel Hell? That movie's hot fucking garbage. I'll take it, though. <laughs> oh, that special $30 edition of The Stuff? Yes, please. <laughs> I... I already fucking pre-ordered Daigon. Have you oh, seen God. that movie? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. But anything like that, I'm just all about. I will probably look through if they have any, like... I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to look at the pops. So... <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. I've got a bunch on my like in my cart, but I'm just... I got a room full of them. <laughs> I need to clear some fucking space first. Yeah, I have a wall full that I just need to, like, sell two-thirds of. Julian has an entire room of pops in boxes, and I don't mean they're individual boxes. I mean moving boxes full of pops yeah. still in open. Yeah, so anybody that wants what to, to do uh, it, he's not sure what's in most of them. Yeah, yeah. anybody that wants to dedicate a weekend just to come down and uh, organize my shit room, that would be fantastic. And the Your pop bathroom? room. Not just the shit room. <laughs> and the pop room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm basically going to echo what you guys have said. Uh, I'm really looking forward to movie sales because I'm a movie nerd, in case anyone didn't know that on the show. What? No. Uh, I know, I know. I don't believe Last... that. Quit lying. <laughs> Last year they had a bunch of like 3 and $5 Blu-rays and not like necessarily all like the crappy direct-to-video mockbuster kind of movies, but like actual movies you'd want to own for like 3 and $5. That was part of the, um, the lightning sale, uh, whereas like every hour – uh, they they throw something on sale for you know either for X amount of time or until it's gone, um, so those are really fun. Uh, I've got my eye set on again to echo things you guys have already said. Uh, there's a Friday the Thirteenth Blu-ray set. Yes, that has the eight movies owned by Paramount. Yep, um, it's already a really good price. Right now today it's twenty five bucks, um, which for Eight movies on six Blu-rays is pretty good, uh, but I'm um, I'm hoping that will drop even more so on Prime Day, so I can snatch that up. Um, but yeah, mostly I'm just looking to get some some movies to fill up my collection on the cheap or uh, anything I own on DVD that I can replace on Blu-ray for like three to five dollars. It's perfect. I really think I'm in the same boat as Hall Monitor Travis and I've like whittled my DVD selection or collection down to stuff that either I don't think is going to get put on Blu-ray or it's just like unless what you said, unless I find it for like three dollars, it's just going to be like, why on earth would I bother to replace this? Yeah. So. Usually I try to wait till there's a new version of that where it has like more you know special features or it's a better transfer or something like that before I replace it. But sometimes it's just too good of a deal. Like I just replaced all my Jurassic Park movies. Um, a big box retailer that I won't mention out loud um, had them all individually for like seven fifty. So I picked up one, two, and three. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Nice. Mm. And then uh, if some video games go on sale, there's a few I might pick up. I'd love to get a PSVR so I can actually play Bridge Crew in proper VR. But... Oh, the way God intended? Yep, yep the way yeah. God and Sony intended. Yes. I still i am not completely sold on that $15 um, DLC. And I, I was i was trying to find... Well, well come play asked, the regular game first. Well, when I said... When I, when I asked, like, how much is the DLC? And Commander Scott's like $15. I spent way too much time trying to find a Sopranos gif of Polly Walnuts going, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but I, I, I couldn't find one anywhere uh, that I could send in the, in the group text. So I just said, forget it. But that was what I wanted to say was he was like, it's $15 and it's for a game about a property that you're really, really indifferent towards. But it's $15 and I really wanted to just send, get the fuck out of here. You you don't need the DLC. Just just come play the regular game. Yeah, uh, this weekend. uh, I'm just saying, got a lot of time Saturday. Okay. We're not going to make a whole lot of plans on the air because I don't want everybody to show up on my PlayStation network and be like, hey, pal. Leave me alone. I hate people. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, Prime Day is the next. It, it is. It's like summer Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. it. It's the best. So uh, I love Amazon. I love. I love just having Prime anyway. I, I feel like I'm. I'm ball washing Amazon a little bit too hard <laughs> right now. But um, I've made four amazon orders in the last four days so i guess i had I just, nothing to complain about i just found a 30 dollar thor trade for 760 something plus shipping on amazon gosh right or yeah or i could wait a month until the new printing comes out and then it's 29.99 again so keep washing gingerly lovingly the balls of amazon because I they have amazon yeah i, th- I think yeah. the nicest uh, comic book thing i ever picked up was i got the first six trades of why the last man for like 19 dollars that, that that comic is so good so yeah i had i had two amazon orders arrive yesterday one today and one tomorrow so um yeah i give them enough business as you should. I do, and I, yeah, I, I think uh, Peacock and Flanagan both got my uh, Amazon package like mail uh, like mail day Snapchat a couple. <laughs> yep, or... I sure did. Yeah, sure did. As part of our however many day snap streak that we've got going. <laughs> I don't know how many it is. Until it gets deleted 14. again. Yeah, that one time, it, there was no reason for it to be deleted. We were both livid. I mean, it's no, um, it's no, let's see, 635 as of today, day streak with uh, <laughs> the dock, or um, 108 days with Commander Scott. Jeez. I know, right? Send a lot of Snapchats. You can add me at Captain underscore Flanet. Uh, you can add me on Snapchat, and I will send you pictures of whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's just an impressive poop I had. Keep the streak alive, baby. When you see that well, hourglass, you got to make sacrifices. Any other items we're looking for for Prime Day? No. Technology, no, right there. That's all I want. Yeah. So our next topic today on the show... Um, hard transition. Uh, <laughs> you ever watched a movie and thought, or read a comic, or watched a TV show, or any property you enjoy, and say it was good, 
But if they would have tweaked this or changed that or added this or taken away that, it would have been so much better. I'm talking about simple fixes for movies and not or for you know whatever for for stories you love. Um, not necessarily like you know redo the whole thing, but like something along the lines of and this is the example I used um, when we were discussing topics. Um, a lot of fans have said Force Awakens would be so much better if rather than being a random stormtrooper. Uh, that calls Finn a traitor and gets into a you know a fight with him when he has the lightsaber. It would have been so much cooler if that was Captain Phasma because it would have added to their story. It would have helped you know stoke their rivalry. It would have paid off some of the stuff that happens between Finn and, and Phasma at the end of the movie. Simple tweak would have made the movie better. Not saying the movie's broken as it is, but just like hey, this would have made it that much cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So here are our simple fixes for stories. I've got a hot take. Uh-oh. Go for it. Uh it's the greatest movie ever made. I only have one complaint about it. You're talking about Blade 2? Blade 2. Such your fucking mouth is perfect. One flaw. The perfect. only thing I'd change. I would actually have Ron Perlman and Wesley Snipes fight because I really want to watch Ron Perlman and Wesley Snipes fight. That's I can't fair. blame you on that. I yeah. can't argue that. Yeah, I, I've got a technical complaint about the movie, but it doesn't really change anything in the story. So <laughs> You didn't get to witness it in 4K. <laughs> no, it's that stupid CG fight in front of the lights. Mm, yeah, CG. They did the best tough. they could with what they had. I know. Yeah. CG is really hard. Uh, if you don't believe me, just look at the 1995 Power Rangers movie. <laughs> and that's all you need to know about CGI and having to just accept the fact that at some point technology will outpace what is acceptable. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. So I feel your pain. I understand that. Um, I've got four, but they're like one's really, really quick. One isn't really about a story. One's just a like a, a thing. And then one I don't want to talk about. But then one's really good. Um, okay. So I'll do the quick one first. Um, whose stupid idea was it to not call Wreck-It Ralph 2 Ralph Wrecks the Internet instead of Ralph Breaks the Internet? They even fucking make a joke about that in the trailer. Like, call it Ralph Wrecks the Internet. That's all I need. Like, that has nothing to do with the plot of the movie or anything like that. Just change that one word instead of Ralph breaks the internet because breaking the internet, that term, is is already so old that it 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 doesn't mean anything anymore. Not that it ever really meant a whole lot to begin with, but it, it's it's a stupid thing. And his name's friggin' Wreck It Ralph. Ralph wrecks the internet. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. No, it writes itself. Yeah, you would think. As, as Koran said, they, they even point that out in the trailer itself. So you got to wonder what dude at Disney corporate was like, like, no, 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 breaks the internet. It's a thing. Call it that. Because they had to, to write that scene. They had to animate that scene. They had to cut it into the trailer. Like a lot of work went into them making a joke about how dumb their own title is. So, yeah. Makes you wonder who at the top really wanted that title. 
somebody is like, no, trust Sons me. Sons of bitches. Kim Kardashian, it's funny. People like it. Kids will know who Kim Kardashian is. They get the reference. And everybody else is just like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> because it is. Well, the first one on my list is actually kind of null and void now. Um, I was going to say it would have made Last Jedi so much cooler if instead of a random one-off character played by Benicio Del Toro, the the shady uh, thief character that rose in Finn Meat was Lando. Hell yeah. Yup. Saying it for However, years. they just announced... Billy D will be in episode nine, so this is already kind of null and void. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it would have been so much cooler if the random voice, you know, in in the cell sits up and boom, Lando. But yeah, it's okay. They're they they might be correcting that mistake already. I've been saying so that same damn thing for years. Yeah, I just wanted to toss that out quick. Yeah. But you know who else they could add to episode nine that would be fucking awesome? Just a small, small bit piece. All I need is a flash. Kurt fucking Russell. <laughs> it makes everything better. Yeah. I literally wrote down in my notes, I put um, simple fixes, add Kurt Russell to every movie. <laughs> Can we just have Kurt Russell walking in the background of a shot wearing Han Solo's outfit? Yeah, like just, have, just have him there. He could even have the same shit on he had as Ego and... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Just fucking be Aww. back, like be in a bar somewhere, like seducing some fucking blue chick. Like that'd yeah, be Donald enough. Disney. See, yeah. I I really like the idea of it's like, you know, someone shows up and they're, they're decked out in black, and all of a sudden they hit the button and the red lightsaber comes out. They hit another one, the other side of the red lightsaber comes out. Everyone's losing their shit. Oh fuck, Darth Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul. Like yeah, I just did the J.R. Stone Cold thing. Um, yeah, that's cool. I liked it, but. Then it just pulls its hat off, or like you know, pulls the 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 hood down, and it's just fucking Kurt Russell, just yes. as Kurt Russell. I, I like the ego picking up a chick at the bar. That's that's a cool idea. Yep, yeah, officially confirmed that Star Wars and Marvel are the same universe. Yes, blow nerds' minds. But I have another. I have like another legit. I mean, that's obviously legitimate. But my other one, I kind of sparked this whole thing. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, Heat is one of the first movies that actually had me cheering for the bad guys, oh, and yeah. it it always pisses me off at the end that fucking Pacino kills De Niro's character at the end. Like the lights flash, all he does is see the. the the shadow and he fires off a lucky shot and hits him in the chest and he double taps him again and then they sit there dying like uh, De Niro sits there dying holding his hand like staring off into him it's just like a bitch like I really wish he just got in the car with old girl like when Pacino came out he just fucking they backed over him fucking he got out shot him in the face and then they drove away why couldn't that fucking happen like that literally was one of the first movies I remember cheering for the bad guys other than Star Wars because I just wanted Vader to kill everybody because everybody's a bunch of bitches basically but I wanted the bad guys to win, and they took it from me. They killed almost every well, goddamn one of them, except for Val Kilmer. He got away, but the rest of them were dead. If I'm remembering correctly, it's because he broke his own rule. Does he did he tell it. he tells somebody you never have anything in your life you're not willing to walk it on in five minutes or whatever, something like that. But he did. And he then, failed on her. He just he ran away. Oh, but no, I see what you're saying. No, he went back to uh, kill that one fuck, like Cowboy Bill or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't let that go because of what he did to that hooker. So, I mean, yeah, it's his own fault, but still, like, let him live, man. It Fuck does Pacino. suck. Yeah. 
I mean, fuck De Niro in real life. He's fucking insane, and if he was here, I'd kick <laughs> his ass. But that movie is fantastic. It is. And it's it always is, bothered yeah, it me. Good. Who's up next? Who's got stuff? We're, we're back to playing again. Okay. All right. Um, okay, I'll do my one that I really don't want to talk about. Um, <laughs> because... This this is not like you said. This is not uh, something that's going to make the movie good because the movie's a hot dumpster fire that I just don't want to talk about. Uh, make Bill Murray the mayor in the Ghostbusters reboot. Um, the movie's a hot pile of dog shit. I don't want to talk about it. Go ahead, go next. Okay, I'm done. Right. I'm done with it. <laughs> cool. Fair. Uh, I'm not going to touch that live wire. Yeah. This no, is... I don't, I, yeah. No. No. Thank you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get back to that when we do fix a franchise. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I really like this has this has really started like I really want to uh, do an open like just an episode where it's just pick a movie and fix it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, that's and, coming, like, don't we worry. don't do we don't do like any other topics like everybody just like you pick one movie and you just fix it. And like you pitch us, you pitch everybody else how you want to fix that movie from start to finish. So and that's we what we're doing right. next week? Yeah. Okay. I want that as a recurring segment. I'm fix in. A fran- fix a franchise, fix a film, whatever. And just yeah. th- we name a movie and everyone comes up with how would you fix it? Awesome. It. Or yeah. prove it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But pending, if anybody steals that, we're going to sue the shit out of you. <laughs> yes. uh, so... We declare a trademark. That's how it works, right? Patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is more, and this is niche and nitpicky, but it's me. Uh, Channel Zero, the first season, Candle Cove. It's all about the weird fucking uh, Candle, Cove t- Candle Cove TV series. You know, all these kids didn't remember, but was never in like syndication or anything like that. And there's one scene where the main character is literally like he goes back to his mom's house because someone, his son ran away. He's basically going back there to try and like collect his thoughts while he looks for his son. And there is a scene like the very first scene of one of the episodes is the guy like making several like small cuts down his arm and like carving basically a word into his arm and they never fucking touch on it again. Like his mom walks into his room and he like very quickly like puts his shirt on and everything like that and they never fucking touch on it again for the next four episodes. It's a really bad continuity thing because, like, he has his sleeves rolled up in later episodes. There's nothing there. Uh, So my thing to fix that is just turn it into a dream sequence. Like, have her coming into the room and then instead of him, like, you know, throwing on a jacket real quick, it pans over to him, like, shooting up out of bed. Because it's just one of those things that like ruined the rest of the continuity for me. Because it's like his sleeve is up and he doesn't have that fucking like thing carved into his arm. It really just pissed me off to one of those like it always took me out of it. If that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah. I hate shit like that. Yeah. So that's that's I'm my one sorry. thing I would fix is I would just turn that one scene into him waking up. Like I've been sitting on this for years. It pissed me off so much. <laughs> so. So yeah, that. No, I, I hate when when <laughs> when like a a show or a movie like draws attention to something like that, and then later on does something to just completely ignore it, and mm-hmm. like even even so much as to show that they're just actively 
going against like oh it pisses me off i'm with you yeah uh well we're on the whole theme of of, of continuity um this one's especially for uh commander scott but uh, anyone who watched star trek discovery the the newest star trek series from paramount um it rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way uh, simply because it's supposed to be set in the original series timeline. It's supposed to happen roughly 10 years before Kirk and Spock and Scotty and all of them on the Enterprise, uh, before the Star Trek everyone knows. Yet, they have technology more advanced than that. They have species like, you know, the Klingons looking vastly different than they ever do on the original series. Like, for a, a show that's supposedly set earlier than you know the original trek series way too much super advanced technology is in this show and there's a part of that that you kind of just have to let go because okay this is a tv show made in 2017 at the time not 1962 or whatever year star trek came out um you gotta have that however really really simple easy way to fix all those continuity errors don't set it in the prime timeline. Set it in the Kelvin timeline, which is the timeline from the 2009 J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams reboot on forward, because that's the aesthetic they're going for with the show. So all you have to do, you don't have to change anything about the show. Just say, oh, yeah, this takes place in this timeline now. Problem solved. Problem it's too solved. easy. Yeah, too easy. Astronaut. <laughs> so the two people that get that reference, I appreciate that. No, I mean, they, 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 yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, clearly someone decided to put it in the original timeline because that'll make fans happy. Like, that'll appease fans somehow. And all I did was piss them off because nothing makes sense if it's supposed to be in that timeline. So. Oh, they'll do some bullshit at the very end where, it, like, they go through a black hole or something and they end up on a planet and that's all the technology they have. Or something. Well, basically, like a Battlestar Galactica, like, re- yeah, like a restart at the very fucking end. We're all had, okay. Let's all crash land and start fucking the monkeys. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah. They had a couple chances to do that within the show, where I thought like, oh, here's how they'll write out those continuity errors. Uh, they literally created technology in Discovery that makes warp travel irrelevant, and that's kind of a big thing for Trek, uh, because they they have a ship that can literally teleport to any spot in the universe, anywhere, whenever it feels like it. That kind of breaks the continuity of the entire concept of the show. But there's been a couple places along the way where they could write out, oh, well, here's why you never heard about that. And they keep not taking those chances. Keep not. Th- they literally had a whole like four episode storyline where they're in the mirror universe where everyone is their evil counterpart and has goatees. Yes. And I thought, oh, cool. That's why we've never heard of them again. They get stuck in that universe. Nope. Spoiler, at the end of the series, they rendezvous with the Enterprise. Well, what if... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching them try to backpedal that one in season two. What if Wait, the series they... is over? Se- uh, the first season's over. Oh. oh. What if they crash land onto that planet that's actually Mayberry? And that's where they just live. I'm you're just gonna. You're just still trying to pull blood from that rock, aren't you? Yeah, I sure am. And they run into like they're like, where? What is this alien planet? And like Floyd the barber comes out. What are you guys doing? Hey, hey, how's it going? That's shockingly not a bad Floyd, right? Hey, I got some meth if you want it. 
He's a, he's a drug dealer in this universe, by the way. Oh, I was about to say, what if it was Mayberry, but it was also a purge planet at the same time? <laughs> All right. Watch yourself, They've man. done dumber Divers. things. All right. Uh, what, yeah. you, uh, what you got, Julian? Um, I really, it's not really, I don't think it'd make it better, but it would just like fulfill my need for whatever reason that at the end of a quiet place, like don't stop when she cocks the fucking shotgun. I want to see those two, like kill those other two assholes. And then, then in the fuck, I want like, uh, what's her name? Emily Blunt, just like covered in fucking blood and the baby covered in blood and the deaf chick covered in blood. And just where they kick the shit out of these other two monsters. Then I want to feel, I want to actually see them kill the other two. I don't want it to just, Oh, go to black. And then, you know, maybe we hear a shotgun blast later or something. I want to fucking see them take those cocksuckers out. That's fair. Julian, you do love a bloodbath. Retroactive spoiler warning. (laughs) Yeah. If you haven't seen it, shut the fuck up. You should have seen it already because it's awesome. And it's really, really good. And it just fucking, I just wanted more. I don't think there's going to be a sequel. I don't really see how they could do a sequel without it being just completely fucking idiotic. Uh, the money it made, it's entirely possible they'll try to make a sequel. Oh, I believe that they'll make one. I just think it's yeah. going to be stupid. That's fair. So, I would much rather just see those two kill those fucking things and then be done. But whatever. Fuck me. <laughs> Got to leave room for the franchise. <laughs> Can't just to make a movie. No, Got to plan no. out the other 27. Yep. Got to get them yeah. that sequel money and then the uh, the spinoff show and then the kids cartoon that makes no sense and then the action figure line. Yeah. The cereal. Breakfast cereal. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Sorry. Yeah. Do, yeah. You can't forget those sugar pops. <laughs> Whatever the fuck they're going to call them. Whatever. Come <laughs> uh, on, anymore. Uh, I think Flanagan's up next. I got oh, one more. Though. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, I got, I got one more. I'm going to, I'm going to shoehorn one in because it has nothing to do with like any real like media but i wish there was a uh, a push to talk button on my ps4 controller um but we're not talking about that if i, I were saw to that oh god yeah i wish there was yeah i saw that and i was like shit that's right yeah so i added that to my list like last minute but my last one really can we take just a second to talk about the dumpster fire that was the ending of dexter the tv show oh yes uh, my small change is let's just cut out everything after that fade to black. Eh. And like, I'm okay with, with, I'm not happy about everything up until that point, but I'm okay with it. Uh, I, since this topic is quick fixes or small fixes, mm-hmm. um, and it's not like completely overhaul everything, I will uh, hold my horses and I will just say, if I'm going to make a quick fix to just make it, a whole lot better overall is do not make him a fucking lumberjack. Um, just let him sacrifice himself to the, the hurricane and just be done to Poseidon. Yeah. Just, just, just let it, just, just let him go and fade to black. And that's it. That's not the ending I want, but you know, we're not rewriting the entire thing. Right. So, um, this, my quick fix to, to fix, uh, make Dexter, a little bit better is just cut out that whole bullshit at the end. I wish he'd gone like, like severely mental and just started picking off everybody, like all of his friends, like everybody that was a, a main character or supporting character. Like he just kills everybody like See, Batista, like uh Deb's boyfriend, whatever that fuckhead's his name was. Hubs? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I really wish, I really wish what would have happened at the end is like, it fades to black 
and then it shows his eyes and he's blinking and he's in the electric chair and he's looking out into the like the viewing gallery and it's like a vision of everybody that he's killed and the whole series is like him remembering how he got there because he sees everybody that he's killed and it's like him just remembering bring back all the guest villains from yeah. the previous six seasons. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like all those people that he's killed, like they're all just standing there. It's like, they're, you know, like they're, I don't want to say ghosts, but it's like, you know, his, he's seeing them cause he's see, he's remembering how he got there and like, it ends with them like go. And the dude just like flips the switch on the electric chair and that's it. Um, that would be if I were to rewrite the whole thing, but that's not what we're here to talk about. But good topic for next time. Yes, rewrite the ending. To Simple Dexter. fixes. Next week, big fixes. Your <laughs> <laughs> Bob the Builder hat because we're gonna <laughs> fix this shit. Yes, we call, can. Call Fix It Felix Junior. Yeah. So I think you're going to uh, appreciate mine because my quick fix in Scream Two completely fixes Scream Three. Oh, good. Uh, he's in a background scene briefly because he came to visit set for one scene um, and they were just like, no, no, jump in there. Um, I would actually have the camera focus on but not touch on Matthew. Like, it's no one ever sees him. He's never mentioned by a character. But I would actually have the camera focus on Matthew Lillard at the party scene he's in in Scream 2. Which just shows everyone he's not dead and sets up a much better story for Scream 3. I forgot what happens in Scream 3. Everybody did. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, it's terrible. She has her the brother or something? That yeah, it's like her. About until that movie? It's like her half-brothers, yeah. nephews, cousins, Ugh. friend bullshit. Dog walker. Uh, I like the <laughs> idea of just... You know, you Matthew Lillard's there. He's in a scene. He's apparently like kind of out of focus, but definitely you can still tell. Oh shit, it's Shaggy. Um, <laughs> Zoinks! I know that guy. Yeah, so yeah, I made that easy. The guy joke, from whatever. Thirteen Ghost. Yeah, so I was Todd I Maniac would... Marshall, right from everyone's favorite sci-fi uh, dog fighting movie. Bridge, uh, not Bridge Commander. Damn it, uh, Joker. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, Can we call him Wing, the poor wing Commander? There we go, damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Can, we, can I'm, we call I'm, him the poor man's Jake Busey? How dare you? I mean, he kind of is. He's like one level below Jake Busey. Isn't Jake Matthew Busey? Lillard Matthew is an amazing Will- human being? Yeah, he is really nice. Uh, but no, I would, I would basically just have the camera focus on him, and then there's a much better setup and we can avoid all that stupid dream sequence seeing your mom bullshit from scream three as well. I must probably block that movie out of my memory. It's really, really fucking bad. I don't remember any of that. It's so terrible. You're one of the lucky ones. (sighs) I would rather they release like the scream trilogy set and have them or like the, the, the quadrilogy, which yeah, I know is a word that they made up, but like scream one, two, and then that still screaming documentary the, and like that's your complete scream set just i'm like, fine say, with just it that way or uh get scream through the scream quadrilogy is scream one two four and season one of the tv show <laughs> yes done i'd take that not season two of the show though season two is not good especially not the uh made for tv movie they did at the end of season two 
It's real bad. Okay. Peacock. This will be real simple. This it should be. So, when a franchise that I love unabashedly, the Alien franchise, right? And then a while ago, they announced Ridley Scott was going to come back and do Alien movies. And we're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Because, you know, the first one is, is groundbreaking and, 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 you know, one of the best sci-fi horror movies ever made. And, and that, that can only be a good thing. Ridley Scott's going to make more Alien movies. Hell yeah. And then Prometheus. And we're still confused. But that's okay, because we're going to plug on anyway. He's going to make one called Alien Covenant. Okay, here we go. First one got a little weird, but now we're back on track. We're going to finally answer the question of how did that spaceship get on that planet full of eggs for Ripley and the crew of the Destroyer Mode to find. Here we go. And then we watched that whole movie. And you know what answer we still haven't gotten? How did that fucking ship get on that goddamn planet full of eggs? So my simple fix for the Alien franchise is stop it! Just tell us. <laughs> Just stop. Just tell us Just how. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. Just or just the uh, question. was it Gimel del Toro or the guy that did District Nine that had like a Neil good Blanc idea? Camp. Yeah, had an entire <laughs> retcon sequel uh, that would basically be Alien Three and ignore everything else. And and he uh, he just did it as a fan project because he's a nerd. Um, and uh, he 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 was talking to Sigourney Weaver about Alien when they were shooting um, Chappie, and. Uh, Ended up getting pitched to Fox, and they were legit interested in it. It was in in uh, development, and they put the whole thing on hold because they wanted to focus on Alien Covenant because that was already shooting, and they didn't want to like you know brand confusion. That is, you know, they wanted to focus on one Alien movie at a time. And then Covenant came out, and guess what's dead? Fucking franchise. Yeah, and now uh, do you see the uh, the breaking news about Neil Blomkamp? No. Also dead. Uh, what? He, yeah, no, no, he's not dead. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. No, he's uh, he uh, apparently uh, Deadline is now reporting. They started reporting today that he is the one that's going to be directing the new RoboCop reboot for MGM. It can't be worse than the last one. God, you're so right. You didn't like the black armor. Chappie was a better RoboCop remake than the RoboCop remake, and ah. Chappie still not a good movie. Chappie was pretty good. I don't care what you say. All right, Julian, what's your uh, last quick fix? Or are you done? Uh, I mean, I think it kind of goes without saying this is kind of the obvious one, but um, fuck the Joker and take him out of Suicide Squad. Or just recast him. <laughs> fuck Jared Leto. I mean, they are recasting it. Who's going to play the next one? No, 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 no. They're not recasting. They're just doing an entire unconnected movie about the Joker. Yeah, who's going to be that one? Joaquin uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. See, that's... Joaquin Phoenix should have won like five Oscars by now, but uh, Flanagan, yeah. I share your sentiment. You know what? He's got to fuck a bear like Leonardo DiCaprio. Then he'll <laughs> win one. No, fight a bear. Uh, it I like call him like fucking. I see him. He fucked that bear. <laughs> right? It looked like he was fucking it. The best part about it is if you go on Reddit uh, from it was like a year ago. Uh, there's a video of this guy watching that movie, and. His, he's watching it with his dog, and his dog starts barking at the bear. <laughs> like, the bear starts attacking Leonardo DiCaprio, and the dog's, like, jumping at the TV trying to defend him. <laughs> I'm like, that's a badass dog. I love that. That dog is Leo's biggest fan. Yeah. That dog went to bed happy that night because he, Leo got the Oscar, finally. <laughs> fucking a bear. <laughs> and the winner uh, for the 
Oscar for Best Bear Fucking, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. That's all I know. Well, Best CGI Bear Fucking, because yeah, Best CGI Bear Fucking bear. overall still goes to yeah. Super Troopers. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Do you need assistance? <laughs> um, Anybody else? Real quick one. No, go ahead. Uh, I got one more real quick one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... This is going to be a curveball. Uh, this is how I would fix... Quick fix for the Golden Girls. What? Huh? Right? Right? Huh? My quick fix for the Golden Girls is uh, never have it end. That's it. <laughs> Just have it keep going forever. That's all. I thought you were going to say, like, actually have, like, softcore sex scenes with Rue McClanahan. No, like, the, the the show would finally end with me having sex with Betty White, but that's it. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, and uh, that, that would be, like, the series finale, and it would, for some reason, go from, like, ABC or CBS to uh, Showtime just for the finale. That's it. Fuck no, yeah. I would fix Golden Girls by never having it end. I like it. That's all. Solid. What was that other yeah. show that was set like in the same like community? Not really community, but in the same neighborhood, and had the oh. the, the pediatrician. Um, was it yeah, Empty was... Nest? Yeah, yeah, Empty okay. Nest with okay. uh, their neighbor. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. And then they tried to spin off uh, Golden Girls into Golden Palace. Yeah, which was terrible yeah. because uh, do you remember? Do you remember who came in? And uh, who was the the guest star husband at the end of the Golden Girls? Wasn't Clooney, was it? If you said Lieutenant Frank Drebin himself, Leslie Nielsen, you'd be correct. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, how weird was that? <laughs> Loved it. But anyway, enough about the Golden Girls for now. If you want to know more about <laughs> my love of the Golden Girls, come out to see the Thank You for Being a Friend with Benefits tour. And watch our live show because I'm going to talk all kinds of shit about the Golden Girls and it's going to be magic. All right. I just want to fuck Betty White. What? Last last topic time? Yeah. Yeah. Last topic time. Yeah. All right. Fuck Uh, Betty White. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new last topic. And not like not like Betty White from like the 50s or the 60s. No, you want her now. I, I mean Betty White, like, in her 50s or 60s. <laughs> I mean, she was super fucking hot, so I would probably I know, right? any time in her what life. What do you mean, was? Is. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Turn her hip bones uh, to I, dust, I, baby. I don't know what the fuck to say now. Uh, I would yeah, show her. Yeah, stop trying to get this joke back on track. We're so off I would real. show her the biggest gift would, in fact, be from me. <laughs> and that, my friends, is a penis joke. Go ahead. All and right. Expect more of that at the Talk Nerdy to Me live as part of the Thank You for Being a Friend with Benefits tour. Uh, check for dates on our Facebook page. Go ahead. All right. Um, so we have, we all like TV shows. We all like uh, things, and we, we, you know, we've talked about hidden gems, small bits, you know, inside jokes, all that kind of shit. I, I want us to delve into something uh, that we've never really talked about, and that is just pick one. Pick one. What do you? What show do you think has the best? Not main cast. Not uh, but like who has the best secondary cast on any show? None of us picked The Office, so that'll be what I use for this example. Uh, you know, your main cast: Jim, Dwight, uh, Pam, Andy, and Michael. Uh, I would say that's your hard five main characters, right? Sure. 
I would think so. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Um, you know, you've got the you, some some great secondary characters: Creed, Kevin, uh, fuck Phyllis, Stanley. You know, oh, I love Oscar fuck Phyllis. <laughs> fuck Phyllis, Oscar. <laughs> um, what is Craig Robinson's character's name on that? Daryl. Uh, yeah, but that. So I want us to talk about the pick one. What show do you think has the absolute best? Secondary characters on it. Curse guess, up, bitchy. All right, uh, my pick surprising no one, much like most of the picks that I think are going to be mentioned, <laughs> was uh, Futurama. Um, Zap Brannigan, Hedonism Bot, Calculon, Scruffy, Nibbler. Uh, I mean, I, you know, uh, Hermes's kid, the professor's kid. Like, I, I can keep going. Morbo, the dude who hosts the fucking news show. I won't say Roberto, though, because fuck Roberto. Um, Wait, is Roberto... Well, what about Robot Devil? Robot Devil is definitely... But Roberto is the one who's, like, he's the stabby one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking terrible. Like, brings the episodes he's going to do in, on a complete halt. Go back and listen to the episode where I bitch about him. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Futurama, I think, has the best secondary cast uh, of characters on any show. It is a very strong roster, I will give you that. It is, it is. All right, who's next? Much like Goldberg, who's next? (sighs) I'll gladly argue that uh, Rick and Morty has better secondary characters in Futurama, and it's only been in three seasons compared to, what, like 11 for Futurama? Uh, yeah, uh, nine, I think, is what they finally into that. Okay, nine so you got, I mean, the obvious ones are, I don't want to even want to include, like, Summer or Beth or Jerry. I'm talking about, like, the like the other characters. And I'm not even talking about, like, Squanchy. I'm like Bird Person. Bird Person is just one of the most tragic characters of all time because he sits there and he, he starts expressing his doubt about um, and his fears and how the entire galaxy is out to get him because they're, uh, they're all better known as terrorists and he shows a connection to Rick because they talk about how wubble of a dub dub means like I'm in pain and I need help and all this stuff and how they're best friends. And you see little tidbits of how Rick's not really as much of a sociopath as they make him out to be. Like he actually has friends and he cares about people. And the only time you really get to notice it is in the episode where basically the majority of them all get killed in one sitting. So between that and then evil Morty, which He's a Morty, but he's also a super genius because he's like the the most uh, villainous character in the entire galaxy. He's basically on par with Rick. He's been shown to be the only character that may be able to give Rick a run for his money. And then you've got like Mr. Poopy Butthole, who's (laughs) the episode he shows up in is uh, total Rick all when it's all like the parasites are coming up with all these crazy characters like um, (laughs) was Sleepy Gary and all these other Mr. Belvedere the butler and all these crazy ass things that are running around. And it turns out that Mr. Poopy butthole is a real character and he's like a real race. Um, Cause it shows him one of the, uh, like at the end of every season or the end of the second season uh, you see him and he's like, Oh, I can't wait for it to come back. Maybe we'll be back in about 18 months or something like that. And he's like accosting the pizza delivery guy and it's all fucking weird. But then he comes back in the, at the end of the third season and basically you get to see like his life story. He's like, he was growing up. He went to school. He fell in love. Like they got married. He's Jewish for some reason. Um, they had a cat, and a dog, and like the cat dies, and you see him sitting there, like holding it as it, it breathes its last breath. But then uh, their life changes because he has a kid, 
But then Beth shoots him in the gut and basically makes him a cripple. And then it shows him kind of recovering from that because of the love of his wife and his child. And like basically in like a minute with no dialogue and just a little bit of uh, uh, background music, like you just get this amazing life story about this fully developed, awesome character that you've seen twice before. So it's just they create so many fucking relationships and just enduring characters. And basically you see him three times over three seasons. And I think that totally kicks the shit out of Futurama. Well, you have your nice little like minute or whatever there. Uh, Fry's dog does that entire thing and crushes your soul in about 18 seconds. So I know we're not talking about fucking Seymour though. And he was only in one episode. So second, <laughs> which he's is a, rec- which is a secondary character and actually okay. he's in two of the movies. So kids, well, kids. Well, look at this, oh, this kids. recurring characters, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Both shows can have good secondary characters. <laughs> this isn't you Highlander. Can there right. can be more than one. Yeah, we're not doing a tournament this week. No, he said the yes. best. So, yes. by God, I, I brought it. Fuck it. I went on the offensive. We know well, We expect no less from you. <laughs> this is all the pent-up rage I've had for the past, I don't know, nine weeks that I haven't been able to release on Koran's face. It's been awesome. <laughs> you come out. You come out as aggressive because you are aggressive, and that's why we love you on this show. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love it. Do we? Do Welcome we? back, if what? I haven't said it already. What? <laughs> All right, who's next? Wilson, well, select a rant. Okay. No, you can go if you want. He's already warned me. He's going to rant about mine. Okay, yeah, so. go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. Go <laughs> Get for it all out. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Wear him out so that when I when I go, he won't yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A show that I continued to to like. Um, I used to love it. Um, but uh, a show that I think still has very, very strong secondary characters to the point that some of these characters could and should have by now gotten their own shows. Um, I'm talking about Arrow, uh, the first and best of the CW superhero shows. Um, the one that started it all. Um, going back to season one with original team Arrow, with um, Felicity, who was a E-level nobody character from the comics who, who actually debuted in, I think, Firestorm. Uh, wasn't even really a Green Arrow character. They just said, hey, we need a tech person. Hey, why not make it a female? Hey, if it's going to be a blonde girl since we're already casted, why not make it this character from the comics? Okay, cool. Uh, to, to John Diggle, who literally was made up for the show and then became so popular they had to put him in the comics by demand they had to write him into the continuity of the comics because the character was so beloved uh to two characters uh like uh thea who's kind of an amalgam of a few different characters from the comics she's kind of a a, a thea character uh, thea is kind of a, a mia character uh to roy harper who is pretty much one-to-one uh what his character from the comics is uh to their reinventions of characters like Malcolm Merlin, who in the comics, Merlin is the guy who dresses in black and has a goatee and also uses a bow and arrow. That's about all the character development he gets. And then you can have somebody as amazing as John Barrowman and look out. He's going to make that character amazing. Uh, the, the reveal of who John Barrowman really was in season one was amazing. And the, 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 the way they kept finding ways to develop and grow that character was awesome. Uh, two things like black canary, We've had three Black Canaries on the show, and they're all great in their own ways. Uh, um, even the ones that started out kind of boring, like Dinah, they evolved into being interesting characters to the point that, spoiler alert, when they killed Dinah in season 
four, five, in season what? four, uh, fans Spoiler. were so pissed off that they killed the character that they had to find a way to bring her back. So now the same actress is back playing the evil universe version of that same character, uh, whose storyline has been really fun to watch. Yeah, that you was mean really, Katie oh, Cassidy, not Diana? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Laurel, not that. Laurel, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, not to mention, uh, so the, the original Black Canary, the first Black Canary we saw on the show, Sarah Lance, uh, became so popular, she's fucking headlining uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, you know, she started out as just one of the characters on that show, and now she's leading the whole team. Um, just, they nail it with their secondary characters. Say what you want about the less than stellar storylines they've done. Um, but when it comes to, to uh, surrounding Oliver Queen with interesting characters uh, that should be able to help drive an, uh, a fun and interesting plot, they nail it more often than not. Julian, tell me why I'm wrong. Fuck Mr. Terrific. Fuck Wild Dog. And this season was just utterly boring. This had the worst villain of any of the CW shows. You just, you're, you're literally... A low-level drug dealer who somehow has enough money to pay off every single cop in an entire city. You pay off every other... Like, you join the quadrant, which is supposed to be the the holy quadrant of fucking uh, criminal families that basically has the entire United States under their thumb, and he just comes in and kicks the shit out of him and takes over in, like, four minutes. It's fucking stupid. Like, this was the laziest fucking season yet. Basically, it's like, oh, hey, like... We know that uh, <clears throat> we know Oliver's been trying really hard, and he's trying to do too much. And maybe we should uh, take some stuff off his plate, so we'll have him get. Uh, uh, he won't be the mayor anymore, and then everybody will turn on him, and then he's got to go to prison at the end. It's just fucking lazy. Like, who gives a fuck about the other characters? Kill them off. Don't just separate into two teams because nobody gives a fuck about them. Get rid of the two jackasses. Keep Dinah because she's super fucking sexy. And then just have her join Team Arrow and then go on. Stop doing this dumb shit with these stupid-ass characters that have been kicked off every other CW show they've been on. Remember Reapers? That show was awesome until that fucking dickhead that plays uh, Wild Dog got involved. And then he's like a ve- talking about vegan quesadillas. That's, that fucking show went straight in the fucking garbage when he got on there. He sucks. Fuck him. Wild Dog should have been killed off last season. I agree with you on that one completely. Yeah, Mr. Terrific would be great if they if paralyzed him. Let him be Mr. Terrific. Or let him be Mr. Or they flipped, they reversed it, and they paralyzed him, and for whatever reason, they couldn't get the chip to work in him like they did Felicity, and then he kind of devolved into almost like a Tony Stark character when he became an alcoholic, and basically all his gifts went to waste, and then he had like a redemption story. But I just, I don't care about the T-spheres and all this other bullshit and how he's trying to date a cop and just how he's lonely in love because his husband left him because he's a superhero. It's just, I don't give a fuck. That's stupid. Just I agree with you that the storylines could use a lot of work. Um, but uh, I still think the secondary characters, even the ones that are annoying, uh, they're all there for a reason. They all serve some point. Some of them have outlived their purpose. Um, I really wish they would have killed Wild Dog at the end of last season and then had Quentin adopt his daughter. That would have been a much more interesting storyline for Quentin this season. Because yes. uh, God knows Quentin needed something to do. Uh, speaking of amazing characters, uh, look at look at Quentin in season one, episode one, and then watch him in his last episode. And just look at the way that character has transformed over the years. But uh, no, even the ones that are annoying... I hate the third Black Canary because they haven't given her anything to do other than that stupid storyline about her her ex partner being a bad guy and they were in like I hate all that uh, and and that's part of because like 
they killed off uh, Laurel, and and we're gonna bring her in because we got to have a Black Canary, and that was sort of their like feeble attempt to replace a more interesting character. And I don't think they've really justified her being on the show at all. But it was cool to watch a Black Canary versus Black Canary fight at the end of the season before this last one, at the end of season five. So even then, they found something interesting to do with a boring character. Well, I mean, they have a lot of good characters, but then they've got like some really, really shitty characters. Like, yeah, I, I really appreciate what it's done for the CW and, you know, sparking this whole um, superhero TV show, like phenomenon, basically, that's come around because now there's mm-hmm. what four or five shows on now that are all superhero based. But I hate to say it, but the Flash has become the best one on the entire channel. Like Arrow used to be. Now it's fucking garbage compared to flash flash was fantastic to see they flash finally found its sea legs and it's taken off and it's twice as good as arrow was this year season one of flash is amazing season three of flash was garbage because it was the third season in a row it was the exact same fucking story exactly yeah yeah I haven't but, watched season four, so I don't know how, if they if they corrected that or not. But. No, season four was fantastic. I will openly yeah. admit that I was one of the biggest critics, and I almost didn't even watch season four because of how much I hated season three. But season four, I think, is fantastic. It's I think it's the best season it. after season one. I'm worried about Supergirl because CW shows tend to hit their sophomore slump in the third year. Like season three of Arrow is pretty bad. Season three of Flash pretty bad. I'm a little worried about Supergirl now. Uh, I do have to correct one thing Julian said. The guy that played Wild Dog was in every single episode of Reaper. I didn't think he was in like the first couple episodes. I thought he was like a late edition. 31 episodes. He's in all 31. Well, he fucking sucked. And that whole third season of Reaper sucked. Wild Dog should have been killed. Second season, whatever it was. Towards the end, it fucking sucked. The first season was fantastic. And then after that, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Wild Dog. They started introducing the angels and shit. That was fucking lame. Michael Ian Black fucking ruins everything he touches. <laughs> All right, Flanagan. All right. If I may have 12 seconds of your time. <laughs> if I may just have 12 seconds to uh, tell you what my pick is. Uh, it starts and stops with uh, with this. That's all you need to know. Scrubs. It starts and stops with Scrubs. Uh, quite frankly, the best sitcom that was has been on TV in the last 15 years. Uh, I'm, uh, how do you how do you compete with a show that's got uh, a character named? Uh, I'm going to go through all of the different names that the character has. Um, first of all, uh, Snoop Dogg intern, Snoop Dogg attending, Snoop Dogg resident, <laughs> uh, Doctor Mickhead. Um, like they. Um, so many they, they the thing i love about scrubs is they'll bring in guest stars for like four or five episode runs like it's not just like a one and done like michael j fox came in for a little while and actually had like a really good story um brendan fraser crushes your sh- crushes yes. your soul yeah the, the todd um, was when you said this the todd was where my mind went first uh the todd uh ted ted the lawyer um, when Ted and the janitor, uh, like during, during season eight, uh, during the last season of scrubs, uh, they used to, uh, they, they started to partner the episodes on TV with web exclusive, um, episode, like little mini episodes. Yeah. And, uh, they did one where it was a fake sitcom involving, uh, the lawyer, uh, Ted, the lawyer and the janitor. And it was called legal custodians. <laughs> 
and it was just like their adventures, uh, like, and that, and that's two secondary characters that, God, they're just it's so good. The the the, the scene when uh, Ted's briefcase falls open, and uh, the lady's like, "You have a smiley face sticker and a handgun in here. What are those for?" And he's like, "One is for when I'm sad. One's for when I'm really sad." <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Like, they take a background character they they took uh, the midget janitor Randall and made him like they gave him a multi episode arc that was damn funny um they they will take the most minor character Hooch Hooch is crazy uh, Hooch is crazy look up the look up the Hooch is crazy montage on YouTube Jesus you're going to be laughing forever because that show that that is that shit is so funny uh they they will take a minor minor character and turn it into a character that you want to see a spinoff just entirely of them. Like yeah. I would watch a spinoff of the janitor of Todd of, uh, Ted. Um, I would watch a spinoff of every single one. Well, no, of see, I was actually going to say, I think the, the two shows we said specifically and the two characters I'm going to mention, uh, the janitor and Zoidberg were both so popular with fans that they moved from secondary to main cast. That's awesome. Scruffy. Uh, friggin' Doug, who uh, keeps killing people, and, uh, like, because he just, he can't be a good doctor, and so to solve that problem, they put him in the morgue. Uh, so they're, because, so that people are already dead. Like, he's really good at diagnosing, but he's terrible at treating. Yeah. So they may, they, they send him to the morgue so he can tell everybody why people died. Um, just, oh, so good. Like, the show is just, it's unfair how damn funny Scrubs is with everybody. Like every character is just is is side splittingly funny. It's amazing. And uh the janitor's girlfriend who's named Lady. <laughs> and so they're like, You have a girlfriend? And he's like, Yeah, she's way over there at the end of the hallway. What's her name? He's like, Let me get her attention. Hey lady. <laughs> And so, like, nobody believes him. Like, they think he's just making shit up. And so he, he her name is Lady? <laughs> like, it, it's just, this shit's just so funny. Um, of course, uh, if, if I can tie in Flash, uh, Tom Cavanaugh uh, shows up as uh, Zach Braff's brother. And Who makes every hilarious. show he's on better? Yes. <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh is a national treasure. One of the... Anybody who disagrees can fucking die. One of the anti-wildcat. <laughs> one of my favorite jokes on any TV show is, you know, uh, their dad dies and Tom Cavanaugh's there and it's uh, Dr. Cox. And what's what's the brother's name? Uh, his, uh, Dan. Dan. Dan Dorian. It's uh, it's Dan and Dr. Cox sitting in the bathroom because Dan has literally been sitting in the tub drinking beer for like <laughs> yeah. three days. And he goes, why don't we get out of here? He's like, I'm going to get up and you need to get out of what has mostly got to be a tub filled with your own urine. And he just very quickly goes, I think the percentage just swung that way. <laughs> the ratio is turned. Yes. yes. Uh, he goes, I believe the ratio is turned. Yes. Just so much, like so fucking funny. It's gold. Yeah. Um, yeah, just one of my favorite jokes on any TV series ever. It's so good when he's like, hey, can you heat it up? Can, can you can you just pop the little hot water in here? And he's like, why don't you do it? And he's like, never mind. And he just pees in the in the tub. And he's like, there we go. Got it. Never mind. The show just, besides being 
just an incredible show and a show. One of the few shows that can make you laugh and then just break your heart 30 seconds later. Uh, it's It has the ability to make even one-dimensional secondary and third-tier characters just, like, just pop off the screen just in a way that I've, I've never seen before. So um, I love the show. I love all of the characters. It's basically like the only way that I can describe it is like a live action Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Where you've got, you know, like comic book, uh, comic book guy and the Reverend and like everybody, like the police chief, like everybody's kind of like a stereotype. And it's like the only way that I can describe the secondary characters of Scrubs is, is like a live action Simpsons. And it's the that's the best compliment I can give. So Scrubs gets my vote. Well, props to everyone for not choosing The Simpsons because that's the obvious yeah. answer. Yeah, I haven't seen well, enough Scrubs to argue choices. with you about that, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> hey, I I appreciate that. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, everybody had great choices. Like everybody had some really good choices. Good job, so. everybody. Yay, everybody gets a cookie today. Yay, go team. Yay, and so I think with that, as we like to say, I think with that, I think uh, we're about done. Where's my my out of time sound? Hold on. Um, I think with that, uh, looking at the clock. Oh, no, wait, sorry, my volume was down. Hold on, let's try this again. I think looking at the clock, um, I think we're out of time. So, um... How do we do this now? Because we're back to the old outro. So with that, I want to thank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the old outro. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, are going to the, we're we're going back to the uh, back to the future with the old outro. So uh, I want to thank everybody yeah. for being here, mm-hmm. Julian. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me back. Oh no, your we your seat is uh, is reserved for you, and mm. uh, so w- welcome back. We're glad to have you. The family is back together again. I love it. It's the way God intended the show to be. And so thank you, Julian, for coming back. Thank you, Koran, Obi John. Thank you. Thank you, Flanagan. And uh, everybody who's listening, the only thing left that I can say. <laughs> <laughs>